Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Christian Chick podcast. It's been so long since I said that and I'm just like, wow. If you're new here, my name is Amanda and I am the host of this podcast and I'm so grateful that you're joining us. To all the returning listeners, what's up? How are you guys doing? How has everyone been? How have you all been coping? How's life? How's everything, you know? Just how is everything? I know it's been a little minute since we've had our last episode. And you know what? Like, I don't even have any excuse. I don't have much to say about it. It's just been your girl has been living life um, again. And you know what? I'm just so grateful. We are ready to end 2021. Can't believe it. I can't believe how fast this year went by. I say last year, like when I'm talking about things and I say last year, I'm literally talking about 2019. And then I realized that like we're in 2021 and it's about to be over. And I'm just like, wow, like where has the time gone? Despite everything that we have all been through collectively, like we all went through the pandemic together and then individually we are still here. So we have to thank God for that. We cannot take that for granted because it is a huge blessing. So again, I hope you guys are all doing well. I have a topic that um, is near and dear to my heart because I have been fully living in it for the past few months. And I just believe that it's something I want to share with you guys because I have noticed that a lot of us are not doing it. Like from what I see on social media, and I know social media is kind of like a tainted view of what's really happening in people's lives. But it doesn't seem like a lot of us are doing this. And when I say this, I'm referring to resting. Yes, it's time to rest. We all need that rest. Let's stop for a moment and think about the last time you just took a break, you paused, you relaxed, you went for a walk, And you just rested. So you guys know I'm always going to have a topic that either I have experienced or I'm experiencing. And this topic is really, it has been laid on my heart for a while because for the last few months, I have found myself in like complete burnout. And at the beginning, I didn't truly realize why I was feeling the way I did. And it took me a little bit of self-reflection to kind of understand that, you know what, girl, like, you're not enjoying anything you do anymore because you're tired. You know, like, once the the joy started being removed from certain things that I was doing, I kind of realized that I needed to take a break. And I just feel as though a lot of us, we kind of feel like, oh, sometimes we're We're not doing what God has called us to do because we don't enjoy it or because it feels stressful. And that's sometimes not the case. It's just sometimes we're super tired and that's why we can't give it our all. That's why we can't commit to it. And that's why we're not dedicated to it. Not because it's not God's plan for our lives, but because we're not getting enough rest. And when I say rest, I mean rest in all aspects. So like a little backstory about me. So 
I started this podcast in August of 2019. And y'all, like, when I started doing this podcast, I loved it. It was something that I had never done before, something that I never even saw myself doing. I enjoyed it so much, so, so much. 2020 came and the pandemic hit. And it was a little bit of a struggle because, again, we were all going through something globally, worldwide. We were all trying to figure out, like, hold on, like, actually, what is happening in life? You know what I mean? Like, people were losing loved ones. Um, Just a lot was going on. And I think collectively, we can all say, if you weren't productive in 2020, no one's going to blame you. Like, we were just trying to survive at that point. But throughout it all, I was still releasing episodes and I was, you know, just really still in it, trying to make the best out of it during and despite the situation that we were all facing. 2021 comes around and although things are not back to normal, we kind of have our new norm figured out. And for some reason, I was just like, hmm, uh, I don't know, like, not really recording. And then even outside of the podcast, like, you guys know I'm huge on journaling. I was barely journaling. Sometimes I would journal like once every two weeks. Um, Just didn't feel like doing anything, to be honest. And it was so weird because I was at a point in my life where I was getting so many new opportunities, but I wasn't excited about them. I just didn't want to do them. Like everything felt like a burden to me. That's like the easiest way that I can put it. Everything felt like a burden. It felt like homework. It felt like... (laughs) just things that I didn't want to have to do. And it wasn't until I really took some some time to kind of think like, Amanda, what's going on? Because how can you go from loving something or loving things in general and all of a sudden now you just don't want to do anything? Like you literally don't want to do anything. Like even work was a drag. And so after praying about it, After taking some time off, I just kind of felt like, you know what? It's not that your passion isn't there. It's not that you despise these things. It's just because you're tired, literally, and you're taking on more than you should be. And that's where I kind of got to the point in my life where I was like, you know what? It's okay to take a break from things. You don't have to feel guilty. You don't have to feel obligated. You actually can take a break and come back when you're ready. And that is the message that I want to share with you guys. It's okay to rest. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to take some time alone to yourself. The biggest example of someone that I can give you that took some time for themselves is Jesus Christ. Like, yes, if you go to the New Testament and you read the Gospels, On several occasions, it discusses how Jesus (laughs) took time alone to go and pray and just to be by himself. And he, he did that on several occasions. It wasn't even like one time the Bible mentioned it. Like that was just something that he did. And really, I feel like a lot of us are not doing that. Like we feel like we constantly have to be producing We constantly have to be posting. We have to be at every event. We have to be doing everything and being seen everywhere. And that's not the case. That really isn't the case because there's a fine line between being busy and being productive. 
And once I realized that I wasn't really producing anything, that's when I was like, you know what? Slow down, take a break, regroup yourself, gather your thoughts, and then get back in it when you have gotten that together. And literally, that's what I did. During that time, I was able to discover a completely new career path, a passion that had been buried away, right? That now I'm, you know, getting into, I am beginning to launch. And it's just in those times that you take a break and figure out and reevaluate, that's when you can be most productive. Trust me. It's not when you're posting on social media every day. And don't get me wrong. I am not trying to like, you know, because I know how it comes off sometimes, but I'm not trying to say that there's anything wrong with those things. If you feel completely fine doing that, of course, continue to do it. I'm only speaking to the people that feel like they've lost their passion or they've or they are confused about what they are meant to be doing, those are, of course, the people I'm speaking to. If you know exactly what you should be doing, then you're good. Continue down that path. But really, I just want to encourage the people that kind of feel like, uh, you know, I feel burnt out or I don't like what I'm doing anymore. Maybe I shouldn't be doing it. It's not always the case. So in this episode, I want to give you three practical very practical things that you can do and use to make things a little bit easier for you. Okay, we did not come to this life to be worn out. We actually came to this life to make some sort of difference, to accept Jesus as our Savior. That's step one. We've done that. But now we need to make some sort of positive difference, a positive influence, and change the world in some way. And you can't do that If you are tired, sis, you just can't do that. So I have three practical things that you can do. And they're so practical, you're just going to be like, why didn't I think of that? Like, that's how practical they are. The first practical tip that you can do to make your life easier and for you to be able to spend more time with Christ, maybe spend more time with your family, um, not to feel overwhelmed in the things that you're doing, is to outsource. Now, I know that is pretty straightforward, but you need to start outsourcing some of your task. For example, you can get a social media manager. You don't have to feel obligated to post every single day or to create content every single day. You can literally hire someone to do that. Or if you don't feel comfortable hiring someone, There's a bunch of apps that you can use to schedule your post. So maybe if you want to take one day out of the week to create all of your posts for the the upcoming week and then just schedule them, do that. Because now you're at work in the bathroom trying to post something with a meaningful caption and it's not coming from the heart because it's like you're in a rush. You know what I mean? So outsourcing your social media. If social media is a main platform that you use. Then in your home, you can hire someone that's going to come to your home and clean, right? So there are people that their literal business and job is to clean. And you may think, oh, that's bougie or that's lazy, but it's like, come on, you're tired. You're going to work. You're taking care of your kids and your husband 
or maybe, you know, you have a business that you're trying to run and all these things that you have going on. And then on Saturday, when you just want to sleep, maybe one or two hours, you have to wake up to clean when you can just hire someone to do it. It doesn't even have to be weekly. It could be once a month for maybe a deep clean. And this is very beneficial for people that have a lot of kids, because if you have kids, you know that no matter how clean you try to keep your home, those kids, (laughs) those kids, man, they are always going to find a way to make a mess. So it's very beneficial if you have maybe a lot of people that you're living with. You can hire someone again once a month. They can come in, clean your home. And, you know, a clean home, if you're anything like me, a clean home is therapeutic. When I clean, after that clean, I just feel like a brand new person. Literally, I do. Another thing that you can do that involves outsourcing is hiring someone to run your errands. It's like you go to work all week and then your weekends are filled with errands and you you never truly got any time to just relax. And then you jump back into the next week all over again. And it's just this never-ending cycle. So of course you don't feel like doing anything. Of course you don't feel like you know, doing any of the ministries that God has called you to do because you're literally tired. Like, you have to remember you're a human being first. You're not a robot. You can't just keep going on and on and never feeling tired. And y'all may be thinking like, girl, (laughs) but come on, let's face it. If you stopped, like, the money you use for, like, Uber Eats every single day or something else, you can use it towards these things. They're not as expensive as you may think they are. You don't have to do it on a daily or weekly basis, but you can do it here and there just to make your life easier. At the end of the day, it's to make your life easier. If you have the support, if you have a spouse, or if you have older kids, then delegate it to them. This is something that I struggle with. Because I just feel like me doing it is going to be the best way. So, like, if my husband or Aiden, my son, tries to do something, I'm, like, cringing. Because I'm just like, oh, they're not going to do it the way I want it. And I'm working on myself to understand that, hey, while they're doing it, you can be relaxing. You know, like, you don't have to be the one to do everything. And the more they do it, the more they'll get better at it. And eventually, it'll be in a way that's satisfactory to you. So that's the first thing. That's outsourcing your task or things that you just have to do. Now, of course, that may not apply to you, but if it does, think about it. Think about ways that you can outsource some of the things that you're currently doing now. Think about those ways. Now, another very realistic tip, the second one, is to pace yourself. This is something that a lot of us are not doing. We have a goal in mind and we literally want it done by tomorrow. And good things are not built like that. Like you have to pace yourself. You have to set realistic deadlines, whether that be at work, in your personal life, in your business, in your ministry. You have to have realistic deadlines. Pace yourself in all that you do so you can put your full energy and your your full effort towards it. When something is rushed... If you've been to college, you know the difference between when you write a paper the night before it's due 
or when you write a paper and you actually take some time to research the topic. It's a huge difference. Like, let's be honest. And this is why we have to pace ourselves. I'm the kind of person is I like to work in phases and I like to break things down and do it that way. I find that my work is cleaner that way. And that's just how I like to do it. But we're all different. But I would say that setting realistic deadlines is super important. Another thing that falls in line with pacing yourself is you cannot say yes to everything that you've been asked to do. And that's in every aspect of life. If you are an influencer or um, maybe you're a motivational speaker or whatever it is that you're doing, you cannot say yes to every gig you're offered. You can't say yes to every invite that you're sent. Sometimes you have to say no. And I know that may be hard for some of us, saying no. But it's just something that you have to do. You know, going to three, four events over the weekend... It's like, are you actually happy? Like, do you want to be there right now? (laughs) You know, like you have to ask yourself because no one can look out for you. No one can take care of you the way that you can. So you're the one that's going to have to set boundaries for yourself. There's always going to be events happening. There's always going to be opportunities. But with discernment, that's when you can say yes. You don't have to say yes to every single thing that you're offered because eventually you're going to feel overwhelmed. And like I had said earlier, it's going to feel more like a burden than it is an opportunity. And that's how I started to feel. I'm like, why do I feel so like such a weight is on me before I have to do this specific thing or before I have to go to this specific event? Like I should not feel like that. I should feel energized. I should feel happy to go or happy to do it. But I wasn't. And it's just because I was like, any little thing that was offered, it's like, okay, yeah, I'll do it or I'll come. And it's like, no, you should really shouldn't, you know. So pacing yourself is huge. All of our pace is going to look different, right? So my pace may not be your pace. But you need to identify your pace and then you actually need to pace yourself. And that's with all aspects of life. Just pace yourself. You are going to finish it eventually. But as they say, Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, there's a whole bunch of phrases that I could use. But just understand this, that like your purpose is going to be your purpose for the rest of your life. What are you rushing for? You can't do everything in a day. You can't even do everything in a week. So kind of identify those areas that you can take more time, right? Because at the end of the day, you want what you're producing to be meaningful. You want people to be able to benefit from it anyway. So if you're just producing, you know, rushed work, there's no point. The third and the most obvious tip is self-care. When's the last time you went to the spa? And this one... I'm actually speaking to myself. And you know what? It's so funny because the person that um, that I, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The person that has taught me this the most is my mother. If my mom don't do anything else, she's going to go get a massage. <laughs> like this lady gets massages probably on a monthly basis. And I aspire to do that so much because honestly, it's like, 
why am I treating my body like I have a disposable one at home if something happens? If your body breaks down on you because of fatigue and, and you just overworking it, that's it. You get one body, right? There are no spare parts at home. You have to take care of yourself. You know, get massages, go to the spa, eat healthy, work out, take trips. You can take trips by yourself. Not everything needs to be a trip with a whole bunch of people. Sometimes you just need to take one or two days where you're just in a hotel by yourself and your phone is on do not disturb and you are just resting. That's okay to do that because at the end of the day, there is no prize for being the busiest bee. No one's going to award you for that. And in fact, you're actually going to feel resentment towards people because in your mind, it's like, I've been doing all this and no one even noticed. But then the real question is, who asked you to do that? <laughs> who asked you? You know what I mean? So self-care, take that as a priority. Take that seriously. Get your nails done. Get your hair done. Do things that are going to relax your mind. Do things that are going to release endorphins. You know, working out is great. One thing I started doing, actually, we started doing this during the pandemic, um, like when we were locked down in 2020, was going for walks. Walking has been the most underrated exercise that I, that I ever knew. I took walking for granted tremendously. But walking has been a great great thing that I've incorporated to my life. Not only is it healthy for you, so it's great for weight management, but when I'm walking, I'm just talking to Jesus. Like I'm out there by myself. I'm looking at the nat like I'm looking at the nature around me. Cause when you're you can live in a community your whole life, but when you're driving through it, it's so much different than when you walk through it. Like I'm just looking at nature. I'm looking at all the things that God created. I'm getting things off my mind. I literally just be talking out loud to God. And it has just been such a calming experience for me. And when I get back, I just feel so relaxed. I feel so good. Like, trust me, if you just go outside and you walk for like a mile, two miles, you are going to see such a huge, huge difference in the way your mood feels. And again, like I said, it's so underrated. We all feel like we have to be running on the treadmill, which of course is great. But if you swap out maybe one of your gym days with just going for a walk, you'll see that you're going to really, really enjoy it. So like I said, self-care is huge. Do not neglect it. Do not feel that, oh, um, you know, it's selfish, right? It's not selfish to take time out for yourself. It really isn't. Everyone around you benefits from it. Whether it be your family, your ministry, whatever it is, everyone around you is going to benefit when you're showing up as your best self. But you can't do that when you're burnt out. You're not going to produce anything beneficial when you're burnt out. I didn't even have anything to post. I was like, I have nothing to post because just, I'm just not feeling it myself. It would have been fake for me to be trying to post, you know, encouraging words and tips and all this. And I'm just like, blah, like, you know, that's how I was feeling. Although so many good things around me were going on, 
don't get me wrong. It's not like I was in, um, you know, a state of depression, but I just, I was just burnt out. Like that's the only way I could put it. So now I'm at a point where I have found that balance between understanding when I need to take a break and then understanding that being busy does not mean that you're productive. So I fully understand that now and I'm fully walking in that now. And I hope that you will too. So this is going to be the last episode of this season. Don't worry. There will be another season, but I was telling myself I was like I can't I can't let this year go by and not actually just like have a last episode, right? Cuz I don't want to just leave it hanging like that. That's not me. Um and I just felt like this is a topic that I wanted to share with you all because I think it's beneficial for all of us. So, I hope that you stay encouraged. I hope that we stay in touch. 2022 is right around the corner. There will be a January journal challenge. Don't think we're about to go another January and not do it. We've done it two years in a row, so this will make it our third year. Um, Shout out to everyone that said that they were interested in doing it again. So I look forward to posting about that. Again, all you need for that is a journal, a pen or a pencil and your thoughts. It is not homework. It's not an assignment. If there's a day where you just don't feel like doing it, don't do it. It's okay. Trust me. It's really just to get you aligned and prepared for the year to come. That's all it is. So look forward to a post about that. Season five will be coming sometime in 2022. Now, season five is going to be a great season. I have started working on it. I have started putting some thoughts towards it. And again, I just want it to be purposeful. I don't want to just release episodes just for the sake of doing it. Um, And I'm also looking for guests. So if you are interested in being a guest on Confessions of a Christian Chick podcast, feel free to send me an email or a DM. An email would be best. That way I can just keep track of it better. But um, feel free to reach out to me. Come with the topics that you're interested in talking about. And we can collaborate together. Right? So season five is going to be coming out. I have so many things going on in my personal life that I'm just so grateful to God for. Um, I'll be sharing a lot of that with you guys later. But I'm so happy just to be here. Your girl is feeling much better. She's getting back into the swing of things. So you know that season five is going to be amazing. Other than that, I wish you guys all a happy, safe, prosperous new year, a Merry Christmas, and just go with the presence of God. Like, get some rest and get prepared for this new year to come. Like, it's going to be a year of testimony, and I'm claiming that in the name of Jesus. So, again, shout out to you guys, and enjoy the rest of your year. Bye.